last week, the Lord uh, brought his word to us on Saturday, lifting invisible gates, lifting invisible gates. And we understand that gates represent anything used by the enemy to, uh, to walk against you openly or secretly. Gates represent barricades, obstacles, mountains that the enemy put in place. They are barricades to promised land, barricades to the fulfillment of God's promises. God has great and amazing plans for you and for the church now. But the enemy, our arch enemy, the devil, uses different gates to try and hinder or to delay the manifestation. Or to some, there are many right now who perhaps are even in the grave. They couldn't, they couldn't uh, uh, you know, fulfill what God had proposed in his heart for them. But for you and for me and for our generation, everything God proposed in his heart before forming us in our mother's womb, God will surely bring them to pass. We'll be alive to see them manifest. In Amen. the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And no gate of hell. We hinder it in the name of Jesus. The Amen. numbers of your days, you will fulfill. I will fulfill in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus. Death Amen. will not cut your life short. Sickness will not cut your life short. Amen. Cancer can never be found in your body. Amen. It can never be found in your organ. It Amen. can never be found in your liver. In Amen. the mighty name of Jesus. Because Amen. your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, now we also understand that until these gates are removed before the King of Glory can come in. According to his word in the book of Psalm 24, verse 7. Now he said, then the King of Glory will come in. The Lord of all, the Lord strong and mighty is this King of Glory. So it is important that we understand that what the Lord is bringing to our attention this morning is very, very critical. That there are invisible gates. And so we look at that introduction on Saturday. Now, we also did mention that there are uh, two kinds of gates, generally speaking. Um, there is invisible, that is the one you cannot see. That one is more dangerous because you never know there are gates anywhere. You never know there are gates anywhere. And there's the physical gate. The physical gate, an example is found in the book of Isaiah chapter 26, uh, you know, verse 1 and uh, 2. It talks about then when the gate was opened, then the righteous comes in. So now, but this morning we are looking at uh, the, 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 the gates of hell. The gate of hell. Now, hell has a gate. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Matthew 16. Matthew 16, the two minutes that we have. Matthew 16, Matthew 16, and uh, I'm going to read uh, from here. I'll read from verse 18. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates, so it's not just one gate, gates, gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I want you to declare, gates of hell shall not prevail against Jesus' house. 
gates of gates hell, of hell shall Gates of fear shall not prevail against Gates of hell shall not prevail against church. Gates of gates now, hell has a gate. The book of Isaiah chapter 5 further confirms this. Turn your Bible to Isaiah 4, chapter 5. Uh, if you are there before me, you can read from verse 14 to 16. Isaiah chapter 5. And the gate of hell, hell is being enlarged. It's been enlarged. Now, we are not looking at hell as a place of torment. We are looking at the gates of hell. And we are looking at how the enemy uses this gate to hinder people from getting to God's promised land for them. Now, Isaiah 5, verse 14 to 16. Isaiah 5 is 14. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, mommy said you can have it. So go ahead, sister Abiso. Isaiah 5, verse 14. Therefore, hell had enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure, and their glory and their multitude and their pomp, and he that rejoiced shall descend into it, and the mean man shall be brought down, and the mighty man shall be humbled, and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled, but the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment, and God that is holy shall be sanctified in righteousness. Amen. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So again, the focus is not hell as a place of torment. That's not what we are looking at. The focus is hell has a gate. And these gates, they constitute themselves as barricades to promised land. To promised land. Brethren, I want you to know that there are a lot of things that God has ordained for children. In fact, at the point, Paul prayed in the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Yes. Towards the, you know, the last uh, part of Ephesians chapter 6. Paul said, he said that I pray that, uh, you know, all transit will be given unto me. And then Paul also now says, uh, in one of the, in one of the scriptures, he said that, he said that we should pray for him. He was telling the church to pray for him. He said so that the devil will not hinder him. He says, so that hell will not hinder him from coming. Now, he also said in another scripture, he says that many doors have been opened unto him, but what, what did he say? But what? Many adversaries. So what does that tell you or not? Is that the gate of hell <clears throat> constitutes themselves as adversaries. And they must be lifted up. They must be removed. They must be destroyed. And I tell you, because they are invisible gates, they hinder manifestation of physical blessings. Everything that a man has flows from God. And just sometimes, just like you watch it in movie, yes, it is in real life. In the book of Isaiah, uh, Zechariah chapter 3, we read the story of the priest, the priest uh, Joshua, who the, the, the Lord has sent his angel to, you know, to, to, to bless him, to anoint him. The Lord brought, you know, there were a host of angels. And then as they were there, the Bible says Satan was there. Actually, let's look at that scripture. 
so that we have a better order. Satan always was there to withstood him. That's the gate of hell we are talking about. That's the gate of hell. Now, Zechariah chapter 3. Now, if mommy is there, she can read or somebody else. Zechariah chapter 3. Now, read from verse 1. And 
when the when when our Father and the Lord heard about the ordeal of that man of God, and then as God lived in his heart and probably walked with other brethren, they said, We need to get this man of God out of his home. So what does that mean? Is that God had prepared people to help that man of God. But you know what happened? The gate of hell withstood them. They said, no, he must not have his own house. So that's what, So you need to stand against them. Any gate of hell resisting the promises, the plans of God for your life and family, this morning, the Lord will destroy them. Amen. They will not stand again in the name of Jesus. Any gate of hell that may be standing against God's promises for your life. Maybe your application, maybe your dreams, your vision, your project, that which you want to, there are gates of hell that are always against that which God wants to do with our life. I'll tell you another example when we pray. We were also told of another man of God. Now, this man of God now is late. And this man of God, God had told him that he's sending somebody to answer his prayer. I think there was a project that was going on uh, the church where he was shepherding. A huge project that demand thousands of dollars. I mean, not a small money from the way we were told. And that this man had prayed, did everything he can, and God told him, I have heard your prayer. I'm sending somebody to you. <laughs> and so there was a particular day that God had put in the heart of the man that will answer the prayer to complete the project in the church. But as the man was about to go, the enemy discouraged him. The enemy said he's not going to be in the office. Whereas God had told the man of God that day, it was an unusual day, that he should stay in his office and put the light on the, of, the, of his office on. And put the light on. And so... I mean, he was even, of course, sometimes, you know, you ask, why is God talking like this? But, you know, we obey. That's the joy of it. You never see what God is, what God is saying. That's why we must obey at all times. And so he was there. And so this man that God has sent to be a blessing, you know, also, um, you know, he's, well, reluctantly, I will go. Yeah, I know it's late. If I see that the light in his office is on, then I know that uh, it is God speaking to me. And then, you know, that was how the man went. When he got there, he saw the light of the office on and the rest is story. But what is that? What is the point then? Is that God has answered your prayer, but there are gates of hell delaying it. So what they do is that they either, they either cancel it completely or they delay it or they cause only part of it to be manifested. But this morning you are going to pray. So you are going to lift up your voice. You have prayed. You have fasted now for two weeks. You have cried to God. There must be manifestation. The gate of hell will not hinder your prayer. There must be manifestation. There must be results. There must be results in the name of Jesus. What is your prayer point? You are going to lift up your voice and pray. Every invisible gate, you gate of hell that is standing against my prayer, you gate of hell that is standing against God's promises, and the blessing that God has released upon me that are yet to manifest, be lifted up. Now, go ahead. That is your only one prayer you are praying this morning. Go ahead and pray, everyone, anywhere you may be. And this morning, if you are here and you are not born again, 
you have an opportunity to invite Jesus into your life. I want you to know there is a gate of hell that is against even your marriage. There is a gate of hell that is against your career. You might not be able to explain what is going on, but God meant well for you, but there's a gate hindering what God meant for you. So now when your eyes is open, you need to pray and ask the Lord. My prayer will no longer be delayed. My home will not scatter. My marriage will stand. My destiny will be fulfilled. My children will fulfill their destiny. In the name of Jesus, negative consequences, negative patterns and families will not be fulfilled over my life. When you pray those prayers and you, the Lord is happy with you, your way is right with him. I tell you, you will see something happen. I am a living testimony. So if you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. I accept you today into my heart. I know you are the only one who can save me. Please save me and deliver me from the consequences of the invisible gates that are resisting my prayer, that are resisting my progress, that are resisting your plans for my life and that of my family. Lord Jesus, help me. I thank you, Lord, as many that pray this prayer from their heart, be merciful. Save their soul, answer their prayer, lift every invisible gate around their life. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayer. Every Now go ahead and pray, everybody. You have a few more seconds. Every invisible gate that is resisting my prayer, every invisible gate that is delaying my prayer, every invisible gate that want to cut short my prayer, in the name of Jesus, the Lord of hosts rebuke you. The Lord of hosts rebuke you. Every invisible gate that may be standing against the church of God, that may be standing against our marriage, that may be standing against the destiny of our children, that may be standing against the land, that may be standing against the community, that may be standing against our community, that may be standing against our youth, that may be standing against our teenagers, that may be standing against our pregnant sister, that may be standing against our worker, that may be standing against the minister, that may be standing against those seeking for job that may be standing against those trusting God for the fruit of the womb, that may be standing against the prayer of the saint. This morning, Satan, the Lord of hosts, rebuke you. The Lord of hosts, rebuke you. The Lord of hosts, rebuke you. Today, in this week, is manifestation of all that the Lord has promised us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, I want you to stretch out your hand. As you go in this week, the Lord of hosts bless you prospers you, establish you, make you the head and not the tail. All the promises mm -hmm. you are standing on, all the words of prophecy from the 14 days of glory, everything, both the things that God has revealed to you personally and the things that came forth even through the, through, through the services, through the messages, I pray for you all glorious things that God has ordained for you, none will be delayed. In the mm -hmm. name of Jesus, it will not be canceled. The enemy will not cancel them. It will not be delayed. Every Amen. miracle, every blessing that has your name on it, that heaven has approved, today it will reach your hand in the name of Jesus. Amen. Satan, over this life, over their family, over their marriages, over their career, over their businesses, over their extended family, over their children, over their spouses, whatever thing they have laid their hand upon, Satan, the Lord of hosts, rebook you over Amen. their lives in the name of Jesus. As Amen. we gather again, even tomorrow, we will have testimony. In Amen. Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. 
Let somebody start to big hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you know that the gates of hell has been lifted, shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to thank God for your life. I want you to continue. We pray without season. I want you to know that pray until your joy is full, until you have that miracle. Don't stop praying. And the Lord has said, of testimony in your mouth, and we too will testify in the mighty name.